I'm Mark Ashby, reading from USA Today Money's section. Tech's gilded glory didn't mean much to Trump's supporters. By John Swartz. Steve Ballow lives 2,000 miles from Silicon Valley, but it might as well be on the other side of the world. We don't have many jobs here, says Ballow, 65, a high school teacher in West Plains, Missouri, who voted for President-elect Donald Trump. We have lumber mills, but a few shoe and clothing factories got shipped out. As far as we're concerned, the two coasts and the Midwest are two different cultures. It's like Europe is different than America. Trump's victory over Clinton, an outcome few in the tech industry supported and many failed to believe would happen, has engendered a mix of shock, anger, grief, and denial in Silicon Valley. It's also prompted many to ask, why and how did the companies that have become the most valuable in America lose touch with great pools of their customers? One thing seems certain. While many of those voters engaged with this election using the fruits of the tech industry's latest advances, sharing curated news on Facebook, settling arguments via Google, and checking notifications on an Apple iPhone, few thought they were enjoying a direct economic benefit from the U.S. tech industry. In some cases, it's hurt them. Steel mills can't keep up with cheap imports or advances in technology, says Ray Rogg, 54, a steelworker from Erlanger, Kentucky. The more automated and technical things are, and with better computers, it eliminates people, says Rog, who has worked 26 years at the TMK Ipsco Mill in Wilder, Kentucky. It winds up streamlining things and taking away jobs. The technology boom may have created vast wealth and a swath of enviable high-paying jobs clustered around metro areas like San Francisco and Seattle, but a nationwide surge in tech jobs has failed to follow. Much of the Rust Belt, South, and Midwest are still reeling from the economic dislocations of globalization, the financial crisis, and a technology-driven boom in productivity. Manufacturing jobs in the current economy are going away. We are moving to a service economy, says Steve Bennett, an adjunct professor at San Jose State University who specializes in entrepreneurship and venture capital. In interviews with Trump voters across the nation, they described themselves as working men and women who simply want decent-paying jobs with affordable health care so they can take care of themselves and their families. Many ultimately overlooked Trump's off-putting comments because their underlying fear and anxiety about the economy runs deep. Deep red, in fact. Trump handily beat Hillary Clinton 70% to 26% in counties dominated by manufacturing, according to exit polls by Edison Research. He rolled to a 60% to 37% advantage in the 121 reporting counties with the highest rates of unemployment. The success of Silicon Valley in all its gilded glory hasn't translated to jobs, as machines and on-demand work replace low- and middle-income work. Employment at computer and electronic companies has plummeted 45% since the 1990s, according to Labor Department statistics. They employed 1.03 million in the U.S. in August, down from 1.87 million in 2001. In the same 15-year period, total employment at semiconductor makers was halved to 359,000. Hardware production has shifted overseas, as exemplified by Apple's large manufacturing facilities in China and presence in Ireland and chipmaker Micron's massive offshoring of jobs to Asia. Yet while the blue-collar voter came out for Trump, that didn't tell the full story. 48% of his voters made $100,000 a year or more, and 43% held college degrees, according to exit polls. I was intrigued by a non-establishment figure, and I agreed with his policies on immigration and health care, says Mika Pittman, 44, an IT administrator from Princeton, Minnesota. 
Automated technology and services have allowed startups to keep their workforces austere. WhatsApp had 55 people when Facebook acquired it for $21.8 billion in 2014. And tech whizzes at Amazon, Tesla Motors, and elsewhere have come up with high-end production lines in the U.S. that minimize people. Companies like Amazon and Walmart are seen as marginalizing opportunities for small businesses. Washington ignores small business, says Maxine Gutman, 56, an insurance attorney in Parkland, Florida. I support Trump for his business background. The economy was number one for me, says Randy Herschelman, 58, a technical recruiter in Dallas. Trump understands the bottom line and will delegate the right people to execute his agenda. Obamacare and taxation are killing the middle class. The future, meanwhile, is expected to bring drones, robots, driverless cars, and machine learning that further reduce demand for jobs. Digital technology is at ground zero of what